if your baseline or your normal, your default is unhealthy, you're going to have a really hard time on this journey. You know, a lot of you have kids or close, you know, friends and family members. What type of normal do you want to model for them? Welcome to the Mindset Diet, the show that will teach you how to stop getting in your own way and start losing weight, feeling better, and becoming the best version of yourself. My name is Iman, I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach, and I run an online coaching business where my amazing team and I coach women through losing weight without restrictive dieting or excessive exercise. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Mindset Diet Podcast. I am recording this on December 28th, 2023, and so obviously Christmas just finished, you know, Thanksgiving was about a month ago. The new year is coming up. Uh, I just want to send a special shout out or, you know, a little bit of extra love to anyone who struggles through the holiday season. Um, I'm certainly one of those people for various different reasons, and I'm working through some stuff that usually comes up for me at this time of year. So, like I said, if you're one of those people sending extra love your way, good energy your way, and if there's anything I can do to help you, even if you just need someone to talk to, please don't hesitate to reach out. As always, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show, if you like the Mindset Diet, if you get any sort of value from this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you shared it to your social media pages on your Instagram story or your Facebook wall and you leave a five-star rating and review for the show. It helps me get discovered by more people like you who need to hear what I have to say. All right, you clicked on this episode because you want to know the easiest way to lose weight in the new year, right? That's why you're interested. So that's what I'm going to give you here is, in my expert opinion, the easiest way to lose weight in the new year. And this topic was, as usual, inspired by a conversation I had with one of my clients. So as it's the end of the year and I'm getting on some calls, you know, some final calls of 2023 with my coaching clients, I'm sort of just asking them to reflect on, you know, what they think they did well in or well on in 2023, what they struggled with in 2023, and sort of just asking them to, you know, make sense of what happened this year, all the good stuff and the bad stuff. And so I have a particular client who's down 42 pounds and she's been working with me since May. Uh, Been an absolute pleasure to work with. I'm super, super proud of just what she's done for herself and how she's changed her life. And so I, I asked her that. I said, you know, what is the biggest difference between you right now in December and you before you met me? And her answer wasn't surprising, but it was really eye-opening. And she basically said, I changed my normal. What's normal for me now was not normal for me back then. And what was normal for me back then is not normal for me now. And I just love the way she put it. She wasn't trying to, you know, have some insightful comment or anything. She was simply speaking her truth. That's literally what she did is she changed her normal. And so what I'm going to talk to you about is how to change your normal in the new year because I strongly believe that changing your normal, changing your baseline is the easiest way for you to lose weight. So what I'm going to do is sort of run through what we did with this client and just talk you through what this process was like. So the easiest way to lose weight in the new year is to change your normal. And to change your normal, you have to start with easy habits. 
So we started this client, literally when she came to me, she was like, all right, you know, I have 70 pounds to lose. What do I do? And as a coach, to be honest, I was like, oh my God, what do we do, right? Like I can get overwhelmed just as the clients do. But I said, all right, let's start with what we know without a doubt will work. And what I know without a doubt will work is a high protein breakfast. So she was eating, I think like a oatmeal or something like that, cereal, something quick. Maybe it was like a yogurt with granola type of situation. And I said, great, let's go ahead, keep your yogurt, that's good. Make it Greek yogurt if you can tolerate it because that has more protein. Cut back a little bit on your granola, add some fruit and actually add more protein to it. So I told her to start adding some bacon or some eggs. And sure enough, That was literally the only change she made. She started seeing the scale drop. So just simply having a high protein breakfast helped her not crave as much, helped her make better decisions later in the day because she wasn't dealing with crazy cravings or hunger pangs or anything like that. That kickstarted the journey for her, something that small. The next habit we adopted was a morning walk. So I said, awesome, we're doing your high protein breakfast. We weren't even worrying about lunch and dinner at that point, but I knew we had to get her moving a little bit. So I said, hey, would it be possible to take maybe a 10 minute walk in the morning? Sure, absolutely, that's possible. She started taking a 10 minute walk that turned into a 20 minute walk that turned into her messaging me, you know, hey, I actually really like this walk. It's time for me to clear my head. She often goes out in the woods and does the walk there. And now she gets, you know, close to 8,000 or 10,000 steps per day, which means she's getting a lot of movement in. Once again, such a small habit became her new normal and it made weight loss so much easier for her. Now, here's the really cool thing about this. One habit bleeds into the next. So I knew that telling her to get a walk-in in the morning would not only help her sleep because she's seeing the sun first thing in the morning, which helps set your circadian rhythm. And your circadian rhythm is what's responsible for when you feel awake and alert versus when you feel tired. But it also would get her moving physically, which would make her physically tired, right? So that morning walk led to better sleep and prioritizing her sleep, which was the next thing we worked on. So she was taking like Tylenol PM and melatonin and whatnot to try and get herself to go to sleep. And I said, hey, pull those out and let's see how you feel now that you're getting better movement in and you've reset your circadian rhythm. She was sleeping like a baby, right? And then we added on, hey, let's start going to the gym just once a week. She was deathly afraid of stepping in the gym. I said, just try it out, just one day a week. Can you commit to one day a week? Sure enough, committed to one day. Now she goes three days. You know, hey, let's start getting some water in. She gets a reusable tumbler, brings that with her everywhere, always hits her water. And so... Really what she did was slowly but surely change her habits and that became her new normal. And now her new normal includes those habits. So, you know, we just got done with the holiday season and she wasn't, you know, she wasn't doing those habits or including those habits in her day as much. And she she admitted that, but she said, that's not my normal. Not taking my walk is not normal for me. You know, missing my workouts is not normal for me. Eating a lot of sweets and junk and not hitting my protein is not normal for me. And so she understood that. She recognized that her baseline, her normal, is healthy. Now, we didn't accomplish this by just having her, 
switch up her habits or add in new habits. I mean, we did do that, but we also had to have her work on her mindset a lot. So that's the second thing we did to reestablish her new normal. We were constantly challenging different things. So first thing we challenged was the idea that being hungry is the most uncomfortable and painful uh, you know, feeling in the world, right? So she is often out running errands and things along those lines at the lunchtime hour. And what was happening was she would eat a good breakfast, she would eat a good dinner, but her lunch would be fast food and it was really throwing her off. And I said, hey, what's going on with lunch? You know, why don't you come home and eat leftovers or something for lunch? And she's like, well, I'm often out during that time. And I'm like, totally understand that, right? So I said, why don't you start bringing a lunch with you? So some days she would, but then other days she would be out for a little while and she would get like a Starbucks coffee and egg bites or something like that, which isn't the worst thing in the world or like grilled nuggets from Chick-fil-A. Again, not the worst thing in the world, but not the best decision either. And what we boiled it down to was that if she missed that, you know, one o'clock lunch hour, she would get really hangry. She'd feel super irritated and like, oh my God, I got to have food. And I said, this is going to be a challenge, but are you willing to try this? And she's like, sure. I'm like, I want you to try just being hungry for a little bit. I said, being hungry for 20 to 30 minutes, knowing that you're on your way home to a really good quality meal that's going to nourish your body and balance your blood sugar we can deal with that little bit of pain. And I didn't say, hey, starve yourself and you know, you're gonna be out for eight hours, don't eat. But I was like, let's just be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so she did. And now she just often eats lunch at a later hour if she has to, right? If she can't, you know, pack something healthier when she's out. So that was a really challenging mindset piece for her. And uh, a big one was that, you know, from the very beginning, she was like, I just want to let you know, I'm addicted to peanut M&Ms and I'm not giving them up. And I was like, okay, not a problem. We don't need to give them up. She was like, what? I was like, yeah, we don't need to give up peanut M&Ms. Like you will lose 70 pounds while eating peanut M&Ms. And because I didn't restrict that from her, because I didn't tell her it was bad when every other diet that she's ever done did tell her that that was going to ruin her progress. She literally, like, I haven't seen peanut M&Ms in her diary, in, in her food diary for like, I don't even know how long, right? So that was a mindset thing we worked through. We worked through a lot of this stuff, but she dedicated herself to working on her mindset because she knew it was going to be a key part of reestablishing her normal. And she recognized that a lot of the times in the past, her mindset was what was holding her back. A couple of things I want to leave you with. So, you know, in kind of just reviewing where all my clients are and taking a look at the differences between the ones who are really close to their goal or really on track, making really good progress versus the ones who are still lagging behind more than we would like, I think a really big difference is where their baseline actually is. Some clients, despite all of the efforts that we give in coaching, you know, we're not perfect and, and neither are they. Some of those clients, their normal is still not optimal and they still want to eat out every weekend. They still want to, you know, allow themselves to get crappy sleep. They still really struggle to get movement in or plan their meals and, you know, I, I hate to admit that because my job is to help them with all that, but it's true. Um, you know, they, they have not established a new baseline. If your baseline or your normal, your default is unhealthy, you're going to have a really hard time on this journey. So I really encourage you to look ahead 
at what you want to accomplish in the new year and ask yourself, how can I change my normal to meet those standards? How can I change my normal to become a healthy person, identify as a healthy person? And what I'll leave you with here is, you know, a lot of you have kids or close, you know, friends and family members. What type of normal do you want to model for them? Do you want them to see someone who eats out every single weekend, who doesn't keep promises to herself or himself, who doesn't stick up for herself, doesn't set any boundaries, doesn't prioritize her health or his health? Is that what you want them to model as their normal? Because think about this. What was normal for your family? What did your parents model? What did your grandparents model? Is that what you want to model for your children or for your friends or for your family? Or do you want to model a new normal for them? So that's what I'll uh, that's what I'll end this podcast with here. Um, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I hope this provided a new perspective for you uh, coming into this new year. Um, as always, I am here to help in any way that I can. So if you need something, shoot me a message, uh, in the description below this episode, I'm going to put a link to our private Facebook community, which you can join completely for free and connect with me there. You can also follow me on Instagram. I will have the link for that below as well. And keep your eyes peeled because we're rolling out some new stuff with coaching in the new year. Uh, We are going to be doing a webinar. I'll have more details on that soon. And that will be completely free as well. We're trying to help as many people as possible and make things as accessible as possible. So lots of cool stuff coming your way. As always, I'm wishing you wellness and I'll see you in the next episode.